Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, you are in for a treat. I recently interviewed one of my new friends, Erica Rothenberger, and she is truly a professional time manager. You guys, she can do all the things like she does do all the things. Okay. So just a couple of highlights about her. Okay. She manages a full-time career as a director of performance systems for a large utility contractor. Okay. Like insane. And she also started two female empowerment network marketing excuse me, networking groups in her community and is a contributor to charity boards, networking groups in her community, and is also well known for a side hustle in the wellness industry that has netted over a million dollars in revenue for her family. So I had the privilege of sitting down with Erica, just kind of asking her to share her top tips, um, you know, for success in the direct sales and network marketing industry. And I am so excited for you guys to tune in because it is jam packed with so many gold nuggets and the conversation was just a lot of fun. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to pass it along to a friend if you find it valuable. Let's dive in. to be sitting down with my new friend Erica. We have we have matching hats. You can't can't see us if you're listening on the podcast, but this was hilarious. We both sat down with the same hat on, so that was kind of funny. Uh, but I'm really excited today because for starters, I have just been impressed by your like virtual resume, quote unquote, like Facebook. When I'm stalking you on Instagram and Facebook, I was like, this girl is a baller. Like you have accomplished so many things. I I think everyone can learn from you. I don't care what industry they're in, whether it's, you know, direct sales and they're like trying to grow their business or just learning how to leverage social media and juggle all the things. I think you have clearly mastered that. So I'm super excited for everyone to get to hear a little bit about your story and just get to meet you. So thank you so much, Erica, for, for hanging out with me for a little bit today. Oh my goodness. Well, I am so excited to be here, Becky. And I want to thank you because you were first on our team call and just gave us so much value and so much goodness. And you just, I love that we show, we just show up for each other, right? Like as just women and just doing life in big, bad, bold ass ways. It's just absolutely (laughs) amazing. And I will tell you, yes, just like we both have the same hat on. And again, I know the viewers or the listeners can't see it, but we both have, you know, a hat on with a big smiley face and a pink, like hot pink brim. And it really is. It's the way that, you know, we kind of show up to the world, like what you want to be. It's a sparkly, you know, uh, smiley face with the bright pink and just you know, that's kind of how I like to show up in life, Becky. I'm a lot for a lot for a lot of people, but I like to, you know, juggle a lot of different things. And I really feel like for my zone of excellence is that's when I really start to vibrate at that highest level and, um, you know, wear, quite frankly, wear a lot of different hats, you know, everything yeah. the mom had, you know, with two kids to the corporate 
um, hat where I'm a civil engineer with my MBA, I lead a big team uh, utility work. I have a hard hat, like like I said, the steel toe boots, the, the vest, the safety glasses. And we, you know, I do that thing. However, I truly believe that in, especially today's age is having multiple things, having things that really fulfill your soul in different ways. And that we don't have to just go down like our grandfathers did with one, you know, our grandmothers with one job for 40 years and then, you know, retire that you can be doing a lot of different things. You can actually excel at different ones of them because they complement each other. And throughout that is we has always been woven my health and wellness business in networking marketing. I absolutely love this industry. I think it's one of the best industries out there to create just incredible um, opportunities for everyone that wants to get involved with it. It's not for everyone, but I will believe me, the people that do decide to uncover that stone and see really what's underneath it. It's absolutely remarkable. Probably one of the best business models I've ever seen in all of the adventures that I'm into. My husband and I have a real estate business on the side. We buy properties, we gut them, we rent them. Um, I also have a podcast called Grit, Grace and Glitz, where I just love interviewing people like you, Becky, bring on board and just really get to meet them and just give them a platform to share their stories, but also all my listeners to be able to be motivated by them. I'm an author of a book called You Got This Boss Mama. I just spoke on TEDx um, about, you know, something that had happened to me. And I just, I love just being able to pour into other people. Um, and in my spare time, I love reading and traveling. So, and wearing, and wearing fuchsia pink. <laughs> As if you have spare time, right? Like you're like, in my spare time. I'm like, oh, if you're listening to this, you're like, she has no spare time. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this industry. I think in general, specifically, the majority of the people listening to this are in direct sales and network marketing. And they're probably, you know, hearing you describe all of these things that you've done. And I think, you know, the secret is to the most successful, it's like they've never they never arrive right? They're mm -hmm. always like evolving and exploring and like trying to figure out, you know, what can I do to better myself, to better my family, to better my, my team, you know, to be a better leader. And I love that you have so many different endeavors that you're trying, because I think too, you know, a lot of people, it's like, like for myself, uh, just very similar to you. It's like, I'm a teacher by trade, you know, and I like got my master's degree and all this stuff. And it's like, you feel like, you, like this is what you're supposed to do right and I'm so grateful that we are like you know times have changed right like it's like no longer do you have to do the blue collar like J-O-B you know consistently for the rest of your life now you can right and there's nothing wrong with it like I still need my hairdresser to cut my hair like you know I'm not, I'm like we still need those people but I think there's so much power in what you, you're sharing and that you can do more than one thing. And in fact, it's probably, especially in today's world, wise to do that. So I would love for people to hear a little bit about, well, first of all, like you kind of shared some of your story and kind of like your background and things that you and your husband and family are involved in. But I would love to know, like, why did you decide to join the direct sales network marketing industry and kind of talk a little bit about what has transpired since you have joined it? Mm, I love that question because I think most of us would all answer, start the the answer to that question, why we joined network marketing. Um, most of us would say we never, ever thought we were going to get involved with it, right? It was one of those things that it wasn't for us. It was for everyone else that needed it or thought it was a cool thing to be involved with. And then 
when I really started to take a look at it and look at what the business actually surrounded itself with these high vibrating people who were from all sorts of walks of life, lawyers, doctors, estheticians, like just business owners, diversifying of income, like so many people that have gotten, decided to evolve from network marketing because they started here. They learned such a beautiful skill set. Then you surround yourself with products that you absolutely love. So you get to choose what company you get to partner with and share their products, just like you would share a good movie, a plumber, a, you know, um, a good book, whatever it may be. Um, but lastly, also looking at a different way to diversify income. And I had never seen such a business model that had such collaboration versus competition. Being in corporate America, I felt like everyone was always, when's the next promotion coming up? Knowing you couldn't out earn a certain spectrum in corporate marketing or um, in corporate, uh, the corporate world. And in network marketing, you can out earn someone that brings you in. You can mm -hmm. have the ability to, like not, if you have the ability to not show up for six months and if you don't do anything, it's not like someone's going to, like, you're going to lose your job or you're going to get kicked out. You may not get paid, but yeah. the beautiful part about it is that they, I know in this industry, you can, through ebbs and flows in life, because we all have them, right? Where mm -hmm. if you didn't just show up for your actual J-O-B for six months, oh, yeah. likely it wasn't like, oh, we, we saved your desk here and don't worry, like. <laughs> We have a snack on your, you know, your seat for you. So I just feel like those three things, you know, the people and personal growth, when you fall in love with a product, why would you not share it? And then obviously uh, the passion that leads to, to fuel your passions, let's face it, you have to make a profit. Like we have to be able to be able to produce oh, yeah. a phenomenal source of income. And when you can really earn leveraged income uh, versus passive income, you really see what a beautiful business model this is. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. So I'd love to know since joining your company, like, um, and you can share a little bit about why you chose your company. Um, but also just like, what have you accomplished or what are some things like milestones, like things that happen that you're really proud of? Oh, love that question. Um, so, you know, why, why, so I will say this is my second run in network marketing. So I was with another company for 18 months prior to this one. And okay. just, like, just like we, some people start in a college and they realize it's not the, the college they're supposed to go to. You start with a job and you think, okay, I'm supposed to, I went to accounting school. I'm supposed to be an accountant. And then all of a sudden you realize, Hey, I should have been a teacher. Or I should have been a nurse right. or something. Um, and what I recognized is the vehicle that I was in, I learned so much and the first 18 months were great. But what I recognized is it wasn't the vehicle I was supposed to stay in. Um, mm. And it really, for a couple of reasons, one, it really wasn't aligned. I jump out of bed for health and wellness. I get up at 345. So <laughs> one of the first things oh, I wow. do is work out in the day. You know, by five o'clock, I'm at the gym because that's what motivates me. That's my adrenaline. That's where I get my excitement in the morning and when I have my most energy. So I, when I aligned myself with Isogenics and health and wellness, I knew that I could help other people yeah. with the gift of health. And to me, the gift of health is the foundation to everything we do in life. And without our energy, our vitality, our mental health, our physical health. And again, this is not about a weight loss. It's not about being on the cover of a, you know, a magazine. It's more so showing up as our best self and really the longevity, right? Like I don't want to be 80 and alive, but not be able to like 
play with my grandkids or be able to travel. Like I want to have the longest life that I can and do everything that I can now proactively as we start to grace agefully, Um, you know, and I, I just think that's really important. And so I just recognize that, Hey, listen, this model was incredible. This company was incredible. I decided to make the switch over to something that I felt more passionate about. And quite frankly, Every model is set up differently, and I just recognized I needed different leadership. And when I joined this health and wellness company, I recognized that I was joining like the cream of the crop as far as leadership and opportunities um, and was able to, you know, some of the accomplishments, you know, within the first uh, nine months I had made over six figures when I started with them, which was pretty incredible. I've now been five years and I've earned, earned over a million dollars with the company um, and have earned, you know, trips all over the world. And one of my proudest accomplishments is um, that I've been able to speak on stages and really help motivate a lot of other people been asked to speak and talk to them. But I would say that the single most greatest accomplishment is what I see my kids see in it. And Mm -hmm. I'll give you a real quick story. My son, He's nine, about a year and a half ago, came to us and said, mom and dad, I really want to start a business. Now he sees us doing a lot of different business ventures. And we said, well, what are you passionate about? Like, that was my first question to him. Not, hey, what can we make the most money? What are you passionate about? He's always been passionate about sports. He wanted to be an NFL player. I told him, hey, listen, that you can save that for one day. But right now we can't. That's not how we can do this business yet. Right. You're not only eight. And he started a company called Hole in One. We live on a golf course all winter long. He goes out, he collects the golf balls that the golfers lose, brings them back to my my, uh, laundry room, cleans them all, sorts them by price. And then we're on hole one. He goes out every morning, barely doesn't brush his teeth. So hopefully he doesn't get too many customers. in his pajama pants and he sells them. Last summer, he made $1,500 and donated five to charity, 500 to charity and invested every dollar. Cause I told him every dollar he invested, I would match him like a 401 yeah. So we're getting a small MBA here in the Rothenberger household. But when you see your kids reflect things that you're doing, mm. it really, I don't know if he'll ever admit it was because of some of the things he yeah. watched us do, but <laughs> what I will say is it really, it really uh, touched my heart in a whole different way. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. Cause I'm always telling people and myself included, right. It's like, it's not enough for you to say to your kids, you know, you can be anything you want in life, do anything. If we're not embodying that, cause we're like setting the standard for what they see as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I love that story. I mean, it literally is the perfect example. I love that you're like, I don't know if he'll admit it maybe now when he's young, but older, he, maybe he'll appreciate the journey that his parents have um, exemplified for him. And so, I know he does. I know like, yeah. you know, he'll say things indirectly. He's nine now. And just the yeah. things that start to come out of his mouth or the way that he'll speak. Yeah. He'll sometimes go out there and make a dollar. And there's other times like this weekend, he went out, he made $65. Um, and it's just it's like, so awesome. like you, what, what nine-year-olds out, you know, can go make right. $65 in an hour. I go, you know, sometimes my billable rate's not even that. Right. <laughs> right. Seriously. I mean, that's impressive. He's, and that's, that's the goal, right. As parents is we want to set our kids up to be further along than where we started. So it sounds yeah. like you're, you're doing that. I love but that. But also to create work ethic, right? Like as we start yeah. to create residual streams of income and all this sort of stuff, it's not just giving it to them. It's showing them to work for exactly. their dollar, to work that hard work. 
Um, so yeah. it's, like, to me, that's yeah. when it really becomes, you know, all encompassing and when you can create a legacy that way. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, uh, let's jump in. I asked you to share today a little bit about what were, what did you feel like were kind of the four most, I guess, uh, what's the way I'm trying to describe this? Like, what are the things that you believe are necessary in order for someone to reach the top, right? Like if you were to give your best tips of, you know, having success in this industry and really just in life, right? Like what are the things that are required for someone who, you know, is looking to build a business? Maybe they're looking at you, they've heard you speak on stage, or they're just hearing you share, you know, what you've been able to accomplish and saying, I want that, you know, I desire those things. And what is the commitment? You know, what are the things that they really need to do in order to achieve, you know, some of these things, their own goals, whatever it is, right? I love, love, love this question. When you asked me this, I was like, the, the answer is, I think within like 30 seconds, I got back to you, like, no, because I know. And again, these things can ebb and flow a little bit, but I would say it really comes down to four letters, C-P-S-S, and I'll walk you through that. C is consistency. Every day showing up. Every day, you wouldn't think, well, hopefully, maybe my son would every once in a while, not brushing your teeth, right? Like, you need to do it every day. Like, you can't expect to go to the dentist in six months and be like, hey, listen, I only brushed my teeth on Tuesday and Thursday, right? Like, you've got to be working this business every day, some way, some shape, some form. And when you start to do something every day, it just becomes a habit. It doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a stress. It doesn't feel like it's intruding in your family's life. When you've built it into your DMO or your day-to-day function, it really just starts to happen. So being consistent with what you're doing and really consistency with the the work that works. And I always say with your income producing activities, not scrolling Facebook, not spending an hour to do a post and be like, oh, I worked my business today. Really, really focusing on consistency of generating new opportunities, new conversations. um, And that's going to actually create growth for you and your team. The second one is the P. And I always say progress first perfection. Coming from an ex-perfectionist in Aries, a firstborn, that's who I am. um, And it still comes out every once in a while is saying, listen, it's good enough, right? Mm -hmm. Like I always say, listen, we could try to make the perfect post, but when's it perfect? Everyone's going to read it differently. So it's never going to be perfect, right? Um, So do it good enough. But remember that like making that progress is way more important than reaching what you would consider or define as perfection because it doesn't exist. So stop trying to find to be that perfect person and or do not think that someone else that you watch on social media that you admire, use them to motivate you and not to deflate you because they're not perfect either. Their hotness expresses behind the scenes. Maybe they're not showing it. And that's the other thing is show that in your stories, be real, right? Like I love showing my loops and my lovers. Someone said the other day, how long do you, you know, prepare for you to do your reels? I said, I don't, I just get on there and start talking. And if the dog barks or the kid, you know, I don't know, like screams, like it doesn't matter. This is life. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the third um, letter, the next um, S is scared is a good sign. When you start to feel scared, you start to feel like you're like pushing your limits a little bit. You start to get that little bit of queasiness in your belly. It means you are pushing your limits 
to where they need to go because progress doesn't happen unless you're pushing those limits every once in a while. And you can't get in that comfort zone because if you stay in that comfort zone for too long, you're never going to see your business grow. And you're going to wake up six months from now and be like, I didn't see any growth. Ask yourself, did I feel scared? Did I push my limits? Did I decide to go live? Did I reach out to that person that was on my chicken list? Did I talk to that woman in the grocery store who was standing behind me who would have been maybe a great partner or could have, I could have opened this opportunity to her. And if you're not doing that, Question yourself, ask yourself, how can I start to work in that scared feeling every once in a while and look at it that it's, and when you feel that way, like reward yourself for feeling that way and that you acted upon. And the last one is stay true north to you. Stop playing again, put your blinders on, stop playing the comparison game. Well, she got there faster. He got there, you know, overnight. She does reels better. I'll never be, I'll never look like her. I'll never sound like her. I'll never good. You don't want to be her. I always say, God forbid there were two Erica's in this world. Just like (laughs) that would be a scary world, right? Be you and be true to you. People feel that energy. And when you're trying to be robotic or you're trying to be like someone else that you admire on social media too much, you can like, Follow them and you can get ideas from them, but show your trueness when it comes out. And I promise you, the rest will follow. So again, consistency is key. Progress first for perfection. Scared is a good sign. And lastly, stay true north to yourself. Keep those blinders on. CPSS. So, so good. Thank you for sharing that because I think, you know, sometimes people feel like the most successful people have this like magic formula, you know, they're like, there must be a secret, you know, it's like, I remember even thinking that, right? Like when I first got into the industry, I was like, what is the thing? You know, what is the thing? And then it's like, you do the thing and you're like, oh, I just had to keep showing up. I just had to do it scared. I just had to figure out, you know, take messy action. And that's when the magic happens, right? It's not any like one decision or any one thing. It's just that consistency. And I loved the last one, stay true North to you, because I think sometimes people do get caught up in, you know, either chasing like the shiny thing or looking over here and saying, Oh, they're, they're working their business this way. And that's how I have to work it or what I have to do when we will see the most success in life. When we focus on our passions, our goals and chasing after, you know, what we desire and how we want to make an impact. Right. And I just love that you shared that. I think that's such a good reminder for people. Uh, because, and I see so many people trying like sometimes to like go yes. west or go north or go you know or go right. south and like no just stay if you keep going yes. back to what feels most like authentic to you mm-hmm. like everything else will follow yes oh my goodness I totally agree so I wanted to ask you a couple of like rapid fire questions at the okay end. Um, so one that I thought of that I think, especially in today's world, everyone is looking for that side hustle, or maybe they're thinking I need to relaunch my business. If maybe things are a little stagnant right now and they're wanting to just kind of get back into the groove of things, or maybe they are changing companies like you or whatever, right? Wherever they are. I think a lot of people are wondering, right? Like If you were starting over based on 2023, like based on today's world and social climate, what would you do first? Oh, 
Man, that is such a good question because let's face it, if we could start over 2020, like hindsight, right? Um, you know, I yeah. really reversed my list. It's like when you go and look for people, find the people that if you, if someone said, hey, listen, you get to take a cruise around the world and you get to bring the 10 most influential, fun, driven, mm. motivating people with you. Go there first, start there first because it's so much fun rowing in the direction when a lot of people want to row together. I always say, listen, I don't want to make a hundred cups of coffee a day. I want 10 fun baristas to all yeah. make 10 cups of coffee. It's going to be so much more fun, so much more rewarding. And those are the people that ultimately I want aligned with me because the five people we surround ourselves with the most is where our energy ends up going, right? We've all been yeah. in those rooms when we've been around people with their energies like, oh, yeah. it really sucks you. And then you feel like you can't even be yourself. Then you're around people who are just high vibing and you're like, yeah, this is how I want to show up in your energy. You're like, wow, I kind of seem like a snail compared to them. I need to pick up my, my gusto here. So I always say, listen, when you're starting this business, really start with, you know, if you're starting over, like say, listen, who is that magic dream team? And they may not all say yes, but go to them first and say, hey, listen, I'm starting a new business. I'm starting over. I'm redesigning. I'm Erica 2.0, Becky 3.0, I'm, you know, <laughs> and you're on my, my dream list and tell them why. Um, yeah. To mm. me, that's really like the best way because it just makes the, the rest of the business so much more fun, right? It's oh, really, we don't, yeah. you know, one of my leaders always says, we don't want to do CPR at the morgue. And like, <laughs> we just, like, it's really hard to like push bad energy. You yeah. can only, like, you can't inflate a balloon that has a pinhole in it. You're just going to keep blowing and wasting your energy. That's exactly right. And I love that you shared that because that is literally what we teach in our program as coaches is, you know, thinking about who are the people that if you earn the incentive trip, right? Just like, who do you want to travel with? Who do you yeah. want to hang out with? Who do you want to do life with? Who motivates you, inspires you, and wants you to be a better leader to show up and dream big versus the person who is like, that's stupid, you know, or like, would it be, you know, if you have to convince someone to work the business, you're going to be convincing them the whole time. You're going to be like a, a tugboat, right? You don't, right. Want to be, you don't want to be using all your energy to drag people around. I always used to tell people when I was um, my leader specifically that I was like, you want it, your goal needs to be like, uh, you want to be like a jet ski and like all your team of people are on their own jet ski and they're just flying with you and you're having fun together versus like just using all your energy to pull people along. You want people chasing after, after you, right? Yeah. Um, be so draining. I love man. that. I love that. That was a great tip. So I'd also love for you to share, because I think, you know, those who are successful like you are always doing personal development, professional mm. development, and they have almost this like ongoing list of like books and podcasts and things that are their kind of go-to when they're looking for inspiration. So if someone's listening to this today and they are so excited, of course, I want to encourage them to go check out your podcast uh, and we'll link it in the show notes. But aside from our two podcasts, right? Like what would you say if someone is looking to be inspired like yourself, like where do you go? Do you have a favorite book that you've been picking up recently or a podcast, a YouTuber? I'd love to hear it. 
Yeah. So before I get to the books or the uh, podcast, I always say, listen, always start your day with gratitude, right? Like, Mm. like before you can listen to anything and before you can really suck it in and take it in and really manifest it, you have to be grateful for what you already have. Because if you're trying to look for more and you're not already grateful for what you already have, it's really hard to hear those words and, and, and move on. And then Mm. the second part, before I even listen to a podcast or do any book or any journaling is really then the things like that, you know, uh, that I want to attract, right? What do you want to be a magnet for? Like specifically, who are you looking for and who are you trying to like bring into your life, right? Like I'm looking for motivated mamas who, you know, want to bring good energy to me. I'm looking for dynamic, driven and passionate women to uplift my spirit today. I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. you know, um, people that, you know, just are coachable and, you know, hungry and, you know, what, what are those people? And then to me, you can just open your brain and your eyes to like so many things. So I start off with four books every morning. I keep them right down in my kitchen and every morning I look at them and they literally maybe take me five minutes to go through. Two of them are um, more spiritual, you know, um, books. And then two of them are more just inspirational books. And I read them every single morning. And the way I hold myself accountable is I post them in my stories every morning. And the reason Mm. I do that is because then it holds me accountable. And I will tell you when I don't post them, I actually get viewers who say you didn't post because they, they depend on them. So I'm like, listen, I'm not just depending on it. They're depending on them and really try to remember, like find something. It doesn't have to be four to me. That's what works for me, right? Find maybe it's one book. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know what it is, but find your thing that you can make again, going back to that consistency every mm-hmm. single day. And then I have a couple podcasts that I listen to throughout the day. Um, or I, I shouldn't say throughout the day that I always have on my phone. And I will tell you, I've started to do more lifting lately. And I really listen to a podcast as I lift because I'm like, listen, you know, you're focused, you're determined, you're mm-hmm. like in that good mindset. And to me, I get to bang out two things with one, like I'm really concentrated yeah. on my lift, but it really makes me focus on this mindset. And I swear, I think it's actually helped me lift. So like t- this morning I lifted, I listened to crafted entrepreneur, which I listened to a lot. Her name's Kyla craft really love her. Now this story is so cool, Becky. This was literally at five o'clock this morning was listening to this. And I wasn't even going to listen to a podcast this morning. I had a heavy leg lift. I'm like, I'll put one on. She was the first one that popped up. I'm like, Oh, she has a new episode today, July 3rd played her today. Right. She had a guest on her show, Amberly Lago, today that I listened to that had been a horrible motorcycle accident. Long story short, like had all these bills to pay. She was the breadwinner. She like never had a college degree. She didn't didn't even own a computer at the time. She now is like this amazing speaker, has her own podcast, has 217,000 followers on Instagram. You know what I did? I was so motivated. The podcast was 58 minutes. Normally you cannot hold my attention that long. So my (laughs) was like 45 stayed on, even when I wasn't getting the kids ready for, um, you know, for camp and stuff ended up leaving this woman, Amberly, a message telling her how much she motivated me this morning, thanking her for starting my Monday morning, thinking that I would either get her a canned response or she wouldn't like, wouldn't respond because she's probably a super busy woman with 217,000 followers. Left her my number, 
She texted me. We got on the phone today for 45 minutes. She delivered so much value to me. She goes, wow. I don't call anyone that reaches back to me. She goes, I just felt a calling to call you. And it was the most lovely conversation. So what I'm reminding you is, is not that that's going to happen on every podcast, but yeah. make sure when you <laughs> listen to podcasts or someone gives you value, let them know how much you appreciate it. Cause you yeah. never know where it may come full circle. I tagged them in my stories this morning, both Kayla and her, and they both were yeah. so appreciative because they're like, communities aren't doing that enough. So do no. that with Becky, help Becky's podcast. Oh. <laughs> like after you listen to this one, like yeah. just be that person. You never know where those relationships and where that connection could yeah. lead you. Oh my gosh. That is such a beautiful story. And really cool. Right. I mean, I've done that a couple of times where the person would like you know, sent me a video back or a voice memo. And I'm like, Oh my God, you know, and you get excited, but it's like, you would have never had that connection had you not reached out. So I think that's a really powerful reminder, but also goes to show, right. That there are so many people's stories out there that we have yet to uncover or to hear. And I just want to encourage anyone who is listening to this to like, First of all, share this with a friend, you know, share this episode with a friend, tag us in your stories um, or send us a message, you know, what was like something that was inspiring or motivating that you heard, but also think about, you know, when she mentioned a little while ago, your chicken list, you know, think about those people that you are like, man, the sky would be the limit if I was building with so-and-so, right? We, everyone has that person that they're like, man, if I could, you know, bring this person onto my team or network with this person or hear from them or work with them or partner with them or collaborate, whatever it is, you know, I would encourage you to reach out to them because the answer will always be no. If you don't connect, you know, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So Erica, thank you so much for joining us today. And I just appreciate getting to spend some time with you, uh, connect with you. I, I'm, I want to watch your, your training, the TEDx talk. I was like, man, it's funny how, when I saw that post, I was like, Oh, I want to be a, I'm like, I want to do that. Like, I was like, how do you do that? You know? And I literally Googled it. It's just funny. The things that you are, you expand, you know, as you meet people who have other experiences. Right. Yep. And so just, and even I that, it I was wasn't like, if it wasn't for network marketing, you and I wouldn't be on this podcast together. Like, and it's not that we're calling each other to be like, Hey, grow my business, grow my business. It's right. You're next leveling so many other levels of your life. I've never been yes. in a business where there's so much personal development. That's free. Yes. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh my gosh. It's insane. Well, I've had such, it's been a joy hanging out with you for a little bit. And hopefully, who knows, someday we might actually meet in person and get to hang out. I feel like we would have a good time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, they'd have to keep the reins on us. Speaking yes. of energy. Yes, seriously. But yeah, so again, thank you so much. I think, you know, if I was listening to this, the first thing I would want to do is send you a message because I your energy is contagious. And I feel like you clearly are helping millions of, you know, women, specifically moms, you know, really learn to diversify their income. And I just appreciate you spending some time with me today, because I do believe what you put out is what you get back. And obviously, you are the perfect example of that. So thank you again. And I guess any last words before we go? No, I will just say thank you. I feel so blessed. Continue to make those connections. 
be that light, be that light for yourself, be that light for your children, be that light for your legacy, but be that self for so many other people who are watching you, whose flames are so dark right now that need you to show up in such a big, bad, beautiful way with your pink visor hat on and your smiley face and just go after it and just be authentically you. So Becky, thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. Thanks again. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.